wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. It's me. Blair Kaplan Venables. I'm here with my co-host, Teresa Lambert. And I'm so excited about today's guest. I've been following her on social media for a while. She is a badass money-making like person, lives just down the highway for me. And I just like watching her grow and evolve has been so inspiring. So we're here today with Janika Whitney. Janika is a self-made millionaire, money manifestation mentor, and serial investor for ambitious women who are ready to create financial freedom beyond their nine to five through entrepreneurship and investments. At the age of 19, she became self-employed and manifested the money to buy her parents a home after learning about the law of attraction. She won an award for um, being Mrs. BC, advocating for mental health, raising over $10,000 for local nonprofit organizations. She is also a three times author, guest blogger for Huffington Post, and she's been featured in Narcity and the Gold Digger podcast. Did I say that right? I don't know. Um, Helping women become financially empowered for the most luxury lifestyle is her obsession. And this is what I love about her. Like, she's not just about making money. She's about doing good. She's about empowering. Like, you know, the fact that like when she was 19, she manifested money and bought her parents a home. That's very rare for 19 year olds and like kudos to you. So, oh my God, Janika, welcome to the show. I'm so happy we're having this conversation. Yes, we have known each other for a while. So man, it just feels like so much growth and yeah, I celebrate us and I'm excited to chat all the things. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, money, like, right. We, we had a conversation offline, just connecting and We talked about like, I just, you know, being filthy rich and what does that mean? And, you know, I'm really interested because your whole thing is about money and manifestation, like, and success often is tied to money, but regardless of all that, I want to know like, what does success actually mean to you? Yeah. Uh, So I didn't know you were going to ask me this question, but the first thing that came to me was that success for me is a feeling. So I think that 
it's not so much a destination. It's not um, a physical thing. I feel like success is a feeling that you have when you know that you're um, moving towards the thing that you want. And it doesn't mean you need to have arrived or that there needs to be physical evidence of you having um, achieved that level of success. I think that when you know that you're growing, you're evolving, you're doing scary things, you're um you know, breaking rules, taking risks, like you're successful because of how you're feeling in that moment, whether it's you being feeling like you're courageous or you're being bold or risky or, um, yeah, or you're just taking a chance. I think success is, it's all part of the progress, um, and not something that is outside of you. It's, it's, it's a feeling that you get to experience within. I love that. I think that's, That's so beautiful. And it's actually a common theme we have, like amongst various industries, it's all about a feeling. And I think that really shows like the shift in mentality these days about like what, you know, what metrics are we measuring for success? But I want to talk about the money. And I'm sure Teresa (laughs) wants to talk about the money. I'm I'm dying to know. I have loads of things I want to like dive into based on what. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay, I'll ask one question and then I'm going to like, I'm going to stop hogging the mic, but I want to know you became like a self-made millionaire. How did you do it? Like what, like what did you do and how old were you when you became that self-made millionaire? Oh my gosh. Honestly, it, it was, uh, it was a very interesting situation. You know, Daniel and me were sitting down having a conversation about, uh, how hard the last couple of years have been and how we've poured a lot of our investments. Um, you know, we've tucked it all away. And then we, we started calculating what we were, what our net worth was, even though we felt like we didn't have much. And I think that's kind of how I operate. Every time I have any uh, lump sum of money, I invest it so that I feel like I'm broke. <laughs> and in that moment, I was feeling kind of broke. Um, and then we realized like with everything that we've saved and, um, you know, our investments, uh, it was literally in the beginning of this year that I, we realized like, oh my God, like we're, we're millionaires. Um, and, and I say we, because uh, we, when, when Daniel and me met, we met um, as a power couple, right? I've I've always wanted to meet somebody that was as ambitious as me because I I had my own thing going on, and I I've had my own investments, and um, you know I had a vision for myself. So when I had kids, he kind of took over and um, really supported the family there. But that's also when I decided to start my online business, and uh, yeah, and from there just continued to do the work around money mindset continuing to invest in myself, even though, um, we had no money, like I had no money coming in. I had kids, you know, um, but as a result of all the investments I've made, like in real estate and in myself, we ended up sitting down and realizing, wow, everything that we had done and all the work that we had put in, um, it, it, it actually, it, we're actually not poor. <laughs> like We actually have a lot more. Um, but that's kind of been like the secret to, the work I've done around money is anytime I've ever had a, you know, anything over, over than what I needed. I never felt like I had access to it. It was like, Hey, I have my basic necessities covered. I don't actually need all the other things that most typical 18, 19, you know, 20 year olds would spend on. And I kind of just, yeah, I just resisted temptations as much as I could, but I have to tell you, I did. There was one month, two years ago where I said F it. And I bought like 
a Gucci purse, a Louis purse, and a freaking Gucci, another Gucci. I was like, yes, this is it. Like I did the work around money mindset and I'm like, you know, I deserve these things. And um, yeah, I think there's a balance between investing and spoiling yourself. I love this so much, <laughs> Jenny Khan. I appreciate you sharing this side of it because I feel like sometimes we have this idea that when we hear even things like self-made millionaire, serial investor, money manifestation, that somehow, you know, this turns into living this like, like, yes, luxurious life, but a life where it's almost like this norm that we always spend and spend and spend money to to experience the abundance and the luxury that we want in our life. And, and what I love about everything that you just shared is that it's actually not really that, you know, you can be a millionaire, you can have an abundance of money, you can have incredible investments. And it sounds like that's what you have done. And, and, and I so relate to making smart investments is such a great thing that you can do yeah. for the future and to build wealth, right? Like a long-term rather than having it and then it all goes out. Yeah. But this whole idea too of balancing what we actually need and being able to find contentment and fulfillment, living a fairly simple life. And then there was those moments where we splurge. There was the moments where we go and, you know, get the Gucci purse or, or you know, whatever it may be like for ourselves. Yeah. And I think that that is such an important point because I feel like a lot of people may misunderstand mm -hmm. that in their relation to money, that it seems like, you know, once you have money, you just always spend it. But the fulfillment and the contentment, like the feeling of wealth and the, the richness of life is actually accomplished through your mindset and the way of being much more than it is determined by the money in your bank account. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, the thing is, I think a lot of people too, um, and this was me, even though I had invested and saved, um, it wasn't necessarily like a good thing because there's a lot of scarcity and fear around money and just always like holding on to it and not letting it circulate um, in a way that uh, was rewarding, right? There was always so much fear around it because of what I grew up experiencing. So, there was always like a rainy day savings, but that wasn't necessarily like healthy for me too. So um, yeah, I got to a point where I stopped labeling myself as being all these bad things because of what I wanted from money. I thought to myself, I am a good person. I can have nice things. And it doesn't mean I'm a bad person if I want to have all these brand names. Uh, so I think there's that balance between um I'm going to, you know, spend wisely and be content, but want more, right? Like I'm content, but I'm, 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 I'm hungry for more. Um, and I think that's where gratitude kicks in. Uh, but also, you know, I, I'm not going to be ridiculous with what I spend, but I'm going to be ridiculous with how I invest in myself and um, how I feel. Um, and yeah, it's just this constant, like, it's just, it, it never ends like this, your, your, your relationship with money, it's, it's forever evolving um, because we could be really emotional one day and just spend like frivolously. Um, and that's not always good. So I think that's really the main part of my work is my relationship with money and how I, yeah, how I plan for the future, but also live for the day. That is so 
vital, this relationship with money. And Blair and I have had quite a few conversations recently, even like on this podcast around money and our relationship with money and what we've been going through. And um, like, I love that you're talking about investing and investing your money wisely. I am going through transition right now. I'm in the midst of separation and um, dissolving an asset and, and I'm about to get a buyout that's fairly large and I've 200 times my investment in the 11 years which is amazing so I'm really really grateful for having made some smart investments myself in this last decade which is amazing but through this process as this is all unfolding I also had very humbling money experiences recently that really made me re-look at my relationship with money and made me re-look at my spending habits and one of the things that I realized for myself was that I'm always spending with the mindset in mind that more money is always coming in and I'm just gonna sign an extra client and I'm just gonna do this and as an entrepreneur and I realized that that puts so much pressure on me and that that is really not a, a healthy way of of approaching that and so as I am approaching this point where I'm going to be in a position to be debt free completely which was a goal for me this year and have extra money available to invest in my business and to put aside into assets the new assets I'm really set back and I was like well this has got to stop so I have some healing to do and and that was like such a big like aha moment. So I almost feel like I got humbled by the universe and spiritually through some like really difficult experience where I had to get my ego in check to then sit back and say, you know what, I can make myself a budget. I can like live a really abundant life by even right now, like I'm my budget for food right now is $50 a week. And every time I open the fridge, I have an abundance of fresh organic vegetables in there. I'm like, how is this $50 a week? Because when I started, I was like 50 bucks a week. Like there was no way I can live on $50 a week. And turns out that is a totally reasonable budget for myself, right? So so it was a really humbling experience and it, it taught me to relook at it. But it also brought me back to something that you said earlier, you were talking about breaking rules and taking risks. And for me, investments have always been about like breaking rules and taking risks and, and really like, you know, making investments that I knew long term are going to be paying off. But in the short term, they may mean sacrificing. They may mean having to live on a tighter budget, right? Like they may mean getting more crafty <laughs> and resourceful. But I knew long term they would pay off. So I would love to know from you, how can we balance the risk taking and the rule breaking with investing? Oh, gosh. Okay, that's a good one. Um, like you said, and I think that's the key right there is your intuition. You knew there is like this knowing. I think that's 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 where you get clear. And sometimes before you go ahead and, you know, take that risk, you really do need to just sit with yourself. And that's where you uncover like, okay, you know what, this is, this is the right move, or it's not, or I want to make this move, but I'm actually scared. Um, because, you know, I'm afraid that no clients are going to come in. Well, that's fear. So let's not, you know, let's not make a decision out of fear and hold on to money because we don't think we're going to get that back. So um, then there's like, okay, well, intuitively, I feel like, there's going to be a recession. So I might not want to invest all my money right away, you know? So 
I think it's good to, there's the mix of intuition and also research. Um, I am, I, I feel like, you know, part of my success is that I am always a sponge. I'm always open to things. Um, I've learned at a young age to just, you know, take advice from people that have what I want. So, um, you know, if you're going to make an investment or, uh, you want to take a risk, talk to people, get some data, right? Um, either confirm what you know or get some information and insight that maybe you don't know. I feel like, you know, we, um, we, we go through our journey feeling like we're alone and that we have to make these decisions alone. Um, but through the work I've done through like even just opening my heart and just being open to receive, it's like, no, I don't have to make these decisions alone. I don't have to learn how to do crypto alone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need to know how to invest in real estate alone. Um, that in itself um, will help you make those powerful decisions because it's backed up by expert guidance, which I think we're all worthy of, of receiving. I, I think that's so important. Do you find that a lot of people are, do you work with specifically women or do you work with everyone? Uh, a lot more so women. Um, I do have some men that, that come to me, but more so women. That's kind of like who I speak to. Okay. So I know I have money trauma and I'm working through that and I'm doing a lot of learning around money and really working at like, you know, the manifestation of it and really, I'm really good at making it and I'm really good at spending it. And it's the part in the middle that I have the, you know, have that, I have that learning to do and, um, you know, living in a place of abundance, like Teresa said, but I know a lot of people, a lot of women have money trauma, you know, have you seen consistent, um, something consistent or consistent patterns amongst the women you work with? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny, right? You, you attract who you are. So I attract a lot of women who have very similar, uh, traumas, you know, that I had, or that I am still working through, but, um, yeah, just, just people that didn't have enough. So there's always this constant fear of like never having enough, um, and not feeling safe around wanting more because of, you know, the way society and the way that they were raised and, um, this idea of being humble and you can't want more and be humble and being and wanting more is not humble. So if you're not humble, you're bad, right? It's like this idea that you can't, you, we cannot ask for the sale. We can't price our services. We can't, um, we can't own the fact that we want to make millions, right? Like just say, you want to make millions. It's okay. You know, we're, we're resistant to the things that we want because we don't think it's safe. And um, it goes so deep beyond like money in itself because of, um, you know, sexual trauma and that how that actually affects the way you act, attract and create money. Um, and then, you know, the environment and how you were raised, like I, I was, you know, third world, um, you know, Filipino generation, you don't, uh, it, it's deemed like it's looked, it's frowned upon to show off, right? But it's like, it's not what it means to me it's what it means to you. Right. And, and so it's how we make things mean about money that, that screw us up. And so when women come to me, I see that they put meanings to certain things and they don't give themselves for full permission to just desire and to stand in their truth. Cause they don't really know what their truth is. It's like, the truth is I am a good fucking person. And if I make millions, I'm going to do good things. So yes, I want to be 
a rich bitch <laughs> and I'm okay with that. And I get to be in my power. Um, and anyone that, anyone that triggers, they're not for me. And I try to, and I want them to know that is that don't be afraid to trigger and to, um, you know, speak to your people. Cause the ones that aren't ready for your level of, um, you know, for your, for your, for your light, then they're not, they're not ready for you. Oh, okay. Follow up question. Cause that was really fucking good. <laughs> what? Okay. What's something that you can give our listeners right now to like do, maybe it's a quick mantra or meditation or something that like our listeners can like literally do right now to be on that path to being like filthy fucking rich. Oh my God. Aliens. Like what uh, is that? Honestly, what is that? Thing? I would like put on a song that makes you feel like a sexy, badass powerhouse millionaire. You know, when you're like, not even put on a song, put on the heels, put on the outfit, put on the lashes and like own it, like own it. Like the room is yours. That is your higher self. And um, you know, that, that in itself, that feeling will activate your power. And then anything that comes up, you get to just ask yourself, why am I not giving myself permission? So things will come up, but that experience in itself is what I recommend we do daily to get into that higher self energy. Um, and then to ask yourself, what would that version of myself do? If I was a millionaire, what would I do with my money? Would I be spending it like, like on these things or would I be investing it in these things? Right. So when we operate from that place and we feel and embody it, then, um, we can attract more and make decisions from that place. So powerful. This is so powerful. And I love this. And like, Jenica, you and I only have just like, just met on like, uh, plan you we've not known each other and the funny thing is that um I've really been feeling the rich bitch vibes and I'm like I'm gonna own it own it own it I'm like just like I've made like a ton of changes I'm simplifying and I've been putting the heels on I've been getting dressed up yes. I've been like in the vibes I'm having daily dance parties like I'm I have this like whole list of like things that I'm doing and I also made a list that's like things that make life rich lists. That's what I call it. Like things that make my life rich. And the funny thing is that other than like chocolate and champagne, most of the things on the list actually didn't really cost me any money, which was really interesting. And so I was like, this is perfect. So I get to practice all these experiences. I get to be really embodying being like living this rich life, feeling like my wealthy woman, like really tuning into that. So all the things that you're saying really like speaks to my like soul and like this soul illumination path that I feel like I'm on. Like I, I sort of like dropped into all soul in the last two months. I just oh, went so here out of the matrix and like, yeah, like See, that's the thing is like, we can get own, stuck yeah. in the matrix and in the healing and feel like we're still broken or there's still something but it's like no no no. actually you're so in the light you just need to own it now because it's like what I realized is like how can I how can I want more when I'm not even owning what I have right like why do I still have shame around what I've created for myself how is that gonna manifest even more things so I really need to work on the shame and owning it because if I'm going to um, continue to uh, make more money, right? That means I need to create more impact. And the only way I can create more impact is if I'm brighter. 
So I got to be brighter and really be that person for those people who still, who, who need permission, like they need permission through you. So I think it's so great to have done the work and then to actually embody it and then to, to actually own it and, and, and be in the power. Cause you know, that, that just means we are definitely on the other side. Yeah. Ah, so good. So good. So good. Blair, I feel like you, you were going to say, no, I was just like, so like, fucking excited. The, like, I was well, watching excited. like the mix situation. I was like, is she, is I'm just she- like, I'm just really excited about this because it's so funny. Like just listening to both of you and like knowing that Teresa, like the last couple of weeks you've been putting on your heels and your blazer and the shit that makes you feel like owning the room. And like, you know, we all are human and we go through the waves of life with like family and personal and business. And, you know, I like, I think it's really cool that you, the, you know, self-made millionaire who manifests this, uh, Janika is telling us like something we can do and like Teresa I'm watching you do it and like mm-hmm. watching the change that you have had even over the last week from when you started doing it like it works and it's so easy to roll out of bed and show up as you look at my hair I went on a bike ride this morning I, was, I sacrificed doing my hair because I went on an hour bike ride but I you know like I honestly feel the same way like last week I I never straightened my hair and I straightened it. And I was like, today's going to be the day that I do some epic shit. And I booked a huge speaking opportunity and a new client. Cause I was like, I'm going to show up like this. And I did. And the energy was put out there. And I think that's so powerful. And that's why I love wearing jewelry. Like it makes me like, I like wearing diamonds, like yes. my mom's diamond or my engagement. Like I just like, you know, literally have a couple like gold bangles I want to buy that like are reasonably priced, but I want to be, I want to be dripping in gold and diamonds. <laughs> And I was talking to, I was talking to Janika about this. Like I was watching, I love the real housewives. Like it's just like so trash, but so good. And I joked that I'm like the real housewives of Kamloops, but like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. Um, but like, you know, one of the first episodes of the new Beverly Hills season, one of the new ladies was like dripping in Cartier, like Jaguars and tigers and so many diamonds. And I was like, you know what? I've never been someone who's like, Oh, it's my goal to own like this. Like I once, briefly wanted a Tesla. Maybe one day I would buy one. Like, I don't have anywhere to put it, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to set some goals in my business. And when I hit them, I'm going to buy one of these car rings and it's going to be like a big fucking tiger, like a diamond gold diamond encrusted, like piece of jewelry, maybe a Jaguar or a Panther, but like, I want a cat, like a, 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 a like a, a pretty kitty. Oh, my finger. I want it to be something that's so ridiculous that like people can't help. Oh my God. I love it. And I see that ring and like, you know, it's not going to be an everyday piece, but it's going to be like my badass ring where it's like, yeah, I fucking made a million dollars or I made 500,000 or whatever the goal is that I set. And, you know, first step is finding the couple rings I want so I can envision it and figure out how much they are and how much I want to make. Cause these rings are between 10 and $50,000, but I'm someone like right now I'm wearing a dress. I bought when my luggage got lost and I got it from Joe fresh for 20 bucks. I don't even know where this bra is probably Walmart. Like I, I'm not someone who like really cares about materialistic things. I like functional and comfort and like, you know, I'm not someone who flies first class and I could stay in like a hostel or sleep on the floor of an airport or be in a five-star hotel. I'm not, I'm an experienced person. I'm not a woman who chases luxury items. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have a coach bag that was my mom's that like I bought for her that when she passed away, it's now mine, but like, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm an experienced girl. So like, I'm really excited about this, like diamond kitty I'm going to wear on my finger. Cause it's like the first like luxury item that like, I'm going to work hard for and I'm going to get it and be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. That's, that's right. I'm wearing like the most ridiculous piece of jewelry and I earned it. I love that. <laughs> that is so, that is so, that is conf- 
a confirmation for me because I'm actually, um, I've got an IG live series and it's called Rich and Ridiculous. I think I was talking to you about this because I think you have to be ridiculous to yeah, like, like oh. ridiculously rich. Like you don't like see an average, you know, like it's just yeah. like people of ridiculous. ridiculous. You're crazy. And that's what it takes to, I think, creates any significant like dent in your bank account. You've got to be somewhat ridiculous. And, uh, that's 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 and I and I'm all about that because um why not why not for some people it's like why would you do that why would you even want that it's like well it's not for you this is how it is it's because of how it's gonna make me feel and I think it's okay to to want those things and that's that's what I hope people listening are getting from this is that it's okay to want nice things and everybody's definition of um richness and wealth is different uh it's just a matter of like owning it and then doing the work energetically to get behind it, to make it yours. So good. So good. You know, and you keep bringing it back to the feeling and, and, and I, I feel this is, I mean, it, that is at the heart of like manifestation. This is at the heart of really being able to create and co-create the life we really want is to be experiencing the feeling of what we desire to feel now because we have access to our feelings now where everything else we don't have access to it now and so I love how when we do certain things for ourselves even if it's you know buying luxury items like sometimes it's really about how it makes us feel when we wear the heels how it makes us feel when we wear the diamonds how we make us feel like I am like full disclosure like I'm selling my wedding ring I'm I'm because I'm like I I'm sorry. Like I, I just, to me, I'm in like, I released every, like I'm releasing everything I've dismantled and I'm really like right now I'm in like a major patch and I'm just release, release. And I walked into the jewelry store to, to just get like the official like estimates and all. Wait, hold on. I think, did you say that you're getting divorced? <laughs> oh yeah. Didn't I say that earlier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I think I, I think I already mentioned oh, okay. that. Okay. <laughs> people yeah. out there. Hello of- everybody. I'm getting divorced. I'm selling my wedding ring. Anybody want it? Send me a DM. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I walked into the jewelry store and, and to get it. And I explained to them as like, yeah, I, I'm planning on selling it. They're like, are you sure you don't want to like, you don't want to make something different out of it. And I was like, you know, what I'm going to do is I will sell it. And then with the money I'm getting from it, I'm going to buy myself a new piece of jewelry. And I saw this beautiful ring, like beautiful ring that's like has me written all over it. And I'm like, perfect. This is the ring that I will get for myself. And it isn't about the ring. It isn't about the diamonds. It's about the representation of that ring. It's about uh, the feeling that you get from it. And, and that is what I love about everything we've been talking about is that we create all these experiences based on how we desire to feel. And, and that feeling and that rootedness to in our spirituality, I feel like is what creates that feeling of safety and us being able to make decisions confidently with our intuition as well, right? Like to, to go and to listen to the guidance and to be really sinking into that feeling, which is amazing. So, so good. So good. So good. Now, as we're wrapping this up, Danica, no problem. My Wi-Fi. I would love to know from you. We would love to know from you. What would be one thing that you would give as a piece of advice to somebody who's maybe at the beginning of this this journey with, with, you know, 
investing or with success in general, like where would you suggest they, they start? Start at the end and then reverse engineer. Yeah. Where do you want to be in two years? Where do you want to be in five years? And then reverse engineer your decisions need to align with where you're going. And you, you just got to start with where you're going. If you can't see your life five, 10 years from now, start in the next year. Yeah. And then get clear on what that looks like, who that is. And then the decisions today need to reflect that version of you. I love that. Find me at Janika Whitney 2.0. Janika, G-E-N-I-C-C-A Whitney 2.0 on Instagram and on TikTok. And I'm at JanikaWhitney.com too. So I'm so happy. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my God, Janika, this was amazing. We'll drop, you know what? I'll drop a link or, or two, or I'll just put your links in um, the show notes and we'll get people into your world. I think you have a freebie right now also, right? You have, there's a link in your I Instagram. Have a few. Yeah. I have a few. If you want to get started with um, creating a rich and ridiculous life, specifically in the crypto space, uh, Um, I do have some information on how to leverage a very lucrative platform. Um, And on my website, I've got all the things money related. So JanikaWhitney.com. Yeah, anything you need to know about manifestation of money, creation of money or investment. Looks like we're having some connectivity issues. You know what? I feel like this is like the perfect time to end this conversation. The the Wi-Fi gods are like, guys. You've manifested the shit out of money today. You're all got to go to make some more of it. But so thank you for everyone for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success. Janika, this was such a great conversation. Teresa, you're amazing. Let's all go make some money because we're filthy fucking rich. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.